you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Two, two cage matches headlined NXT yeah. this week. And uh, I thought it was, I thought, I'm not going to say necessarily NXT is back on track, but it was certainly a much more inspired episode, uh, including a pretty cool swerve at the end. Uh, than the last couple weeks. It was a show that like it was bookended by some good stuff and there was occasional moments in between. But, you know, like by and large, it was a bunch of stuff that kind of didn't matter a whole lot. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that like the majority of the stuff was pretty cool. I thought Johnny Gargano's interview was pretty cool. I thought they got him to a lot better spot than he has been with his sort of explanation, not explanation. Yeah. Um, I like that. Let me ask you this. Do they know what it is, or are they still trying to figure it out, and so they keep on pushing about what the reason is? No, no. I think I think they know. I think it's pretty clear. I think it's it's just the whole sort of... I, and I still think it's probably building towards Loser Leaves NXT. Um, I think it's still where it's going to. This feels like it's going to be their last hurrah that they never really got to tell. And I know we've sort of said, yeah, do we really need to go back there? But I think I think that this week was sort of the first big signal that, okay, we're heading in a direction. And then, of course, the big deal at the end, uh, Velveteen Dream is aiming at Adam Cole's gold, the Cole gold. He yeah. wants that Cole gold, and he, was, yeah. he, he wanted it so bad, it was a ruse uh, to take on Roderick Strong in this cage, knowing that the Undisputed Era was going to come out there. And he just, he just was fine losing it. He chucked uh, Roderick Strong uh-huh. out of the cage so that he could be side. locked in there with Adam yeah. Cole. I thought it was a masterfully executed main event uh, finish there. Yeah, it was fun. I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, uh, so, we got to have a conversation with uh, Austin Theory about the best NXT <laughs> star ever. After Like, Swerve was 100% right. Dude, you had like three matches here. <laughs> oh, man. Austin Theory. Austin Theory, he might be like the most promising going in raw wrestler of the year mm-hmm. that we've ever had, because I'm pretty sure by 32, by the time we're in our fifties, this guy's going to be cock of the walk. He's he going to be, be fantastic. But right now he's kind of skirting a uh, uh, low key Baron Corbin territory. Yeah. But he's like actually a decent wrestler. He is a decent wrestler. That match with him and uh, what's his Swerve was good. Swerve yeah. was really good. And I'm kind of bummed out that Swerve lost it. Yeah, I am too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that we'll, we'll get there. And those, there's plenty of comedy there to mine. Cause that was pretty funny. The all day stuff cracks me up. That stuff just cracks me up. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that it was. I mean, I think especially because NXT for the past couple of weeks, ever since Takeover Portlandia, uh, it, it it didn't really come out this, in the strongest manner possible. No, but I thought that it was a pretty decent episode. It was last all right. Night. It was an improvement yeah. over the last pre- two weeks. But I don't know. I still feel like since takeover their episodes nxt's episodes have felt a lot more like nxt uk where a bunch of stuff happens really good main event bunch of Mm -hmm. stuff happens really good main event 
And uh, the last three weeks kind of still kind of feel like that. We're like the meat of the episode, the middle of the episode. Are it hasn't been as meaty as we saw pre takeover. Yeah, you know, there's episodes of of NXT leading up, especially this last takeover, was like everything and it felt essential. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, like I, Finn I, Balor had the most kind of generic promo. I like that he was watching. I know he's got his iPad. He's talking to chess <laughs> metaphors. Yeah, I get yeah. all that. Yeah, eh. that was his next. I want to see him like chopping people at restaurants. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, he says, "Hey, is anyone here in this restaurant named Walter?" And yeah. some old man says, "My name's Walter." Chop, chop. Does one of those like neck chops? Yeah, there you go. Every once in a there while, you go. double overhand Keith Lee style. I mean, I just don't know if we're gonna get that, but it's a cool idea. No, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get that. We're not gonna get. <laughs> that's a cool idea. We're not gonna get Prince Devitt at all. Oh, I don't know. We're sort of. I don't know why you're poo pooing this so much. Like, I think he's a. Uh, I don't know. I think he's like kind of there. He's like calling out Walter and he's stuff. He's like fifty five percent of the way there. Yeah. All right. Uh, it opened up with. Oh, by the way, before before we kick off this recap, before we kick off this recap, I got to remind people: if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that smash that like button. Smash it. Smash it. Let's try to get up to five hundred and five likes today, uh, and then hit that subscribe button. Make sure you click on that notify bell, and you and you click all. Uh, and then uh, if you're on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, or if you're not there, now would be a great time to go there because we have all sorts of great bonus content. If you enjoyed our 2K, uh, WWE 2K stuff, uh, that's where we're putting. We've, we're continuing on fun and WSTW and We Book Raw all in one universe. You got that right. Oh, wow. Uh, I think we do have actually a couple new patrons. I'll save those for the news brief today. I'll save that for that. Are we doing news brief today? Yeah, we should. Probably should. All right. I know. We got a lot of stuff, man. I know. I, I know. I know. We got, we got a friend of Club TV. We got a 10 for the wind to shoot. I know. A lot. Oh, man. We got to get through this review here. Anyways, uh, let's kick it off with Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai in Steel Cage. Inside Steel Cage. I really still feel like this should be a main event, but given how the main event played out, I guess not. Uh, oh, yeah. No, God, man. That was like the, the top gold thing. Yeah. I, I think this should have played out in like, I don't know. I'm not. They probably should have. One of these had to give. They couldn't. They, they really shouldn't have done. I mean, it was just goofy. Both matches were good. I have no problem with both matches. Oh, they should have done the two cage matches. Like, give. One should be one should be in a cage. Like, the, 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 the dream match in the Velveteen dream match, they really, like, they came upon a really cool story idea there where mm-hmm. he locks himself in with mm-hmm. Adam Cole. So maybe this match shouldn't have been in a cage in the first no, place. No, this, this makes all the sense to be the cage because it was in the cage because... You got the heater out there. Tegan Knox was trying to keep Raquel Gonzalez out of the equation. You got the heater out there. So it makes all the sense in the world for this to be a cage match. Strap match, the other one. <laughs> no, they shouldn't have done two then of the same... He takes a strap, he takes a strap off they just of should, they just shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have done two cage matches in the same episode. Okay. Well, That's the answer. I'm just trying to figure out which one should have, should have not... Should have what given. if they did this? What if this was the main event and then the Dream Roger Strong would open the show... And throughout, and Dream takes the belt with him. And throughout the whole episode, uh, Adam Cole is trying to find Dream and to get his belt back. Okay, that's the story that's running through yeah. the whole episode. All right, there you go. That ties it all together. Then they get to the restaurant, and Finn Balor's there chopping old men. Yeah, that's and then Dream tries to, to buy uh, uh, his meal with the belt. See, there you go. There you go. We booked it. Booked it way better. Well done. Out of here, Triple H. We're in charge now. <laughs> you are not we in are control. In control. Uh, anyways, this was a fun match. The, the finish. What do you think about the finish of this? Where Raquel Gonzalez is like, "Why are you just standing there pushing yeah, the door on her?" against the door. I thought it was great. It was clever. I thought it was very creative. Yeah, I thought it was very creative. Or, you know, it, it, it's, it's a situation where they take advantage of the of the fact that trying to climb out of the cage, strategically speaking, doesn't seem like the best idea. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Tegan's just 
hanging out up there. I thought they were going to do something really cheesy where like she tries to fall down and Raquel catches her and so she doesn't hit the ground and then Dakota Kai comes out. Yeah. But just sandwiching her with the door, I thought it was, it was great. really it was good. Great. Yeah. It was great. Because really, you think about it logically, climbing out of the cage isn't the best way to escape the cage, period. It's the slowest way to get out there. Oh, I agree totally. person just mosey over to the door. Yeah. I know. Um, I, mean, I, I like that they kept uh, uh, Dakota Kai. They had her kick out of a shiniest wizard. I know. That was cool. Really, though, like, keep her strong. Think about this logically. So you, you beat up somebody to such a degree that they can't get up. Uh-huh, you yeah. have two options. You lay on top of them for three seconds and win, get a pin, or you take like 45 seconds to climb out of the cage. Which one are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to lay on top of them and get that three-second pin, right? Yeah, sure. Done. Quick. Bang. Yeah. Instead of getting them time to recover and try to get up. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I don't know why anybody would ever climb out of the cage. No, I agree with you totally. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the slowest way to They always do. I hate that. They always do. It doesn't make do. any sense. I know. It's silly. The only reason you should climb the top of the cage is to uh, uh, do more damage into your opponent. Mm-hmm. High risk. Which is always, which is always like, yeah, it's a high risk to you. Yeah. Like, you go up there, you're probably going to get hurt. Yeah, but I guess the, 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 the deal you're making is that, well, I might hurt myself, but hopefully I hope my, hurt my opponent more. Uh-huh. Anyways, yeah, it was a fun match. Uh, 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 towards the end, uh, Knox uh, is grabbing on to Dakota Kai's knee brace. They're really trying to make knee brace uh, a story beat here a la Gargano Ciampa. Yeah, there was also like an awkward spot where I was like, oh, man, Tegan Knox is going to mess her knee up again. Oh, yeah. I think she like came off the the cage or the top rope mm-hmm. or something. Dakota mm-hmm. like tugged her off. Yeah, uh, and then Knox uses the knee brace to roll up Kai. She kicks out. Knox headbutts her, climbs up the cage. Kai meets her up there, and Tegan Knox choke slams her off uh, the top rope. Um, she's climbed up the cage. Uh, Kai pulls her off, then kicks her a bunch. Uh, Knox responds with like a running uppercut into the corner, and so she runs back to another one. Dakota Kai runs. And meets her there with a face wash. And then she runs to the other corner. And then Knox responds with a cannonball. It's pretty cool. Back and forth. Knox climbs up again. Hits crossbody off the top of the cage on Dakota Kai. And then she's looking to escape through the door. And then Raquel Gonzalez pins the ref to the door. That was so... I don't I, I'd like to say unintentionally, but something tells me that they understood the comedy of that spot. Yeah. Because he's all squished up against the cage... And like her chest is right here, so he's got like boob right on the yeah, side of his yeah. face. Comedically, it was it was a really effective spot. Yeah. So uh, Knox is right there, thinking, "Dang, this sucks." Uh, so uh, Dakota Kai tried to kick her from behind. Knox moves, so Kai kicks the door into Raquel. Yeah. Uh, Knox hits a shiningest wizard, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, Kai kicks out of that. So Knox goes up, to, uh, tries to escape through the door. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez gets on the apron. Uh, Knox kicks her. And then she climbs up the cage. Mm-hmm. Kai meets her. Knox kicks her off. And so Gonzalez, you mentioned, is below her. So she tries to pull Kai out. Knox kicks the door into Dakota Kai's knee. Mm-hmm. And when the door is swinging back over, Raquel pins the door against Tegan Knox's legs. And that yeah. allows Dakota Kai to escape the yeah. cage. Yeah, pretty clever. It was good. Uh, after that, we had the aforementioned Finn Balor promo. He's looking at his iPad uh, over what happened last week. And uh, he said something about this being a chess game. You say he talks chess and he says, so far I've always made the first move, but he thanks Walter for forcing his hand. I know your problem with this. He was making a chess metaphor and not a connect four metaphor. It could be. So I think that probably is a thing. Cause imagine he's sitting there in front of a connect four thing. Click, 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 <laughs> click. See Walter, I have any predicament where regardless where you go, I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get four in a row. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can go here, that sets me up there. You can go here, sets me up there. Yeah. See, I think it'd be cool if it was all Uno metaphors. It'd be good. You know, it's like, and I've got draw four. Draw four. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, he says, thank you, Walter, for forcing my hand. Uh, and, and he's not going to love. He's like, because creative didn't have anything for me. I here. know. He didn't, but you're not going to love my reaction. Ooh. And he said it's going to come sooner than later. We know you're going to be at NXT UK. Yeah, no. Uh, next are those week. so those those are airing this week or were they already taped? How does that work? I'm tuning to NXT UK for once. Uh, next we had a Rhea Ripley uh, video where she's at Raymond J Raymond James Stadium. Sorry, Raymond James Stadium. This was, was really cool. WrestleMania because they did a good they did a really good job of just sort of grounding her yeah. and like relating how overwhelming this experience is. The mm-hmm. the 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 view of the visage of the. Uh, of the empty stadium is overwhelming. They did yeah. a really good job of showing just how. Epic well, and that's what she says. Like, wow, there's a lot of seats here. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And, all and they issue up to the pirate ship. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that was neat. It was all really well shot. It was like on a nice camera with like good lenses and stuff. So um, cool. After that, we had Shotzi Blackheart versus Chelsea Green qualifying match, being ladder match takeover to get out of Rawgate Mutant. Yeah. Uh, before match began, Robert Stone comes out, introduces Chelsea Green. Uh, Shotzi has a, a pretty fast start. Misses move, however, gets caught in the ropes. Uh, Green hits a backstabber, and then Chelsea pretty much dominated what was left in the match. Hit and I'm prettier. I'm prettier, not I'm prettier. I'm prettier, I'm prettier to get the win. She will be in ladder match. That makes sense because like the opponent's head hits the mat, and then like even if you're pretty, now you're ugly because you have like a busted nose or like a black eye or something, or, like a tooth missing. You know, mm. well, that's just what I'm. No, I understand what you you're know, saying. I'm prettier than you now. Yeah, I know what you're saying because yeah. you're ugly. Yeah, I'm saying you're ugly. I think you are. So I don't take offense. I don't consider myself terribly handsome, so it's okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, after that, another killer cross vignette. You know what's funny? What? Haven't seen one of these. Really? I keep on turning away. They're really quick. And this time, I heard it right when it was leaving. The, I was like, oh, man. And then it was dumb morrow. It's really, it's really short. These are really yeah. short. The, the, the one that ran later had a couple quick flashes of a four and a seven. Oh. So I guess April 7th, about a month from now. When did the day of WrestleMania? Before that, this would be the first takeover or the first NXT after Mania. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. So whoever walks out of Mustafa uh, Ali showing up in NXT t- uh, Tampa with the NXT title has got to deal with Killer Cross. It seems like it may be, unless they like do Keith Lee first. That's possible. Um, after that, we had a quick uh, Dominic Dijakovic health update. He's got a hamstring uh, hematoma. Yeah. Was he week to week? Yeah. 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 Well. Uh. It's like uh, gonna have some Arby nights in the hey, future. Am I uh, am I on the card tonight? Am I cleared? No. All right, gonna be an Arby's night. You can find me at Arby's. Gonna be an Arby's night. Uh, next, Keith Lee promo. Uh, he talks about Dijakovic and Priest kind of jockeying for a title shot. I've got one guy who wants to fight forever, and another guy who wants to live forever. What's the deal with I know, that? It's a very Seinfeld <laughs> setup. It's gold, Keith. It's gold, Keith. He's interrupted by Cameron Grimes. Yeah, who just won't shut up. What cracks me up about Cameron Grimes in this situation, though, he's got the old-timey hat. Uh-huh. He's got the vest with no shirt on it, like old-timey vest. Yeah. And then he's wearing like some uh, like Adidas or something. He's got because he's got like black jeans, but then he's got like oh, some yeah, super yeah, comfy yeah. like I don't I don't know I don't think they're actually Ultra Boost or anything, but like like some super comfy like they're walking cool shoes. If they were Ultra Boost. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, he says. He, you're out here talking about Priest and Dijakovic, and you be talking about keep dropping my pens, Cameron Grimes, because I just beat uh, Dominic Dijakovic. It took you 20 minutes to do the same thing. 
And uh, Lee says to him, you just made the gravest mistake of your career. And Grimes just won't shut up. Yeah, he just keeps on. And the crowd's like booing him. And then like Keith Lee's about to, Keith Lee's like, he's about to talk. And then Cameron Grimes just starts talking again and they start booing him. (laughs) Keith Lee takes off his hoodie like he's about to throw down. Yeah. He doesn't care. Uh, And Grimes says, I have a North American title shot next week. He keeps going on. Lee just shoves him out of the ring (laughs) and tells him he's going to whoop his ass. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good. Not step. quite a pounce, but close enough. Uh, next, Austin Theory interview. Oh so he, man, this is sort of outside, like near a parking lot. Yeah, or like maybe outside the full sale facility, something like that. Something like that. So he's like, "Hey, friendos, Austin here." Yeah, with another Matt Chat question. Yeah, uh, and then what is he like? Uh, I'm already one of the yeah. What? He says I'm already one of the greatest in NXT history. What? He says I've only been here for a little bit. Already one of the greatest in NXT history. And swears in the background. I was like. Hold on. Whoa. You've had, what, four matches? Yeah. Why don't we throw down tonight? Yeah. Swerve really should have beat him. He really should have on the spot in front of that camera. Yeah. That'd be rad. And then later on the match, too. <laughs> what if he just does the thing where he, like, sneaks up behind him, and he, like, throws his knee into his knee? Yeah. And so he... It falls. And he just awkwardly... Just and walks the, just away. Just the awkward tilt. And walks away and says, Don't look so great now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he yeah. tries to pull himself off the concrete. Yeah. What, what if he just walked up to him and he just sort of looks at his hairline and then he looks back at him and he's Austin Theory's like, what? What? What did you look at? What was that? Nothing? Not Nothing. much. Nothing. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Oh, uh, wow. That's ne- rude. Next, uh, Undisputed Air backstage, Adam Cole's giving his, his crew a pep talk. At this point, do you think the pep talks are sort of just going in one ear out the next? Yeah. Because, look, Adam Cole... Great promo, really yeah. great. But yeah. if you hear it all the time, it's eventually going to lose its. Its. Yeah, I feel like he should be doing a lot more just pep talks in this juncture. <laughs> it's it's losing its luster. I man. feel like half the time he's on NXT, just giving giving them to pep talks. Yeah, and usually with these pep talks, it ain't working, dude. No, when he gives them pep talks, they look like fools. Because <laughs> the end of the show, they look like fools. Yeah. Well, also they're not usually paying attention. Like O'Reilly and Fish, they were still like shadow boxing each other or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. But then Cole says, bring it in, bring it in. Yeah. So that's like your ears should perk up at least then. Guess nah, not. man. Oh. They're worried about a package they had delivered. They're like, gosh. Sitting on their doorstep. Just wait until April so we can get out of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get on SmackDown. I know. Pritchard assures us that we've he's got great we've ideas for us. the phone with him all the time, and he's yeah. like, undisputed era guys. Yeah. And other names. <laughs> Man, we got some great stuff for you. Yeah. Just you wait. Undisputed <laughs> Era guys. Oh man. Which one of you is 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 a uh, 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 which one of you is Michael Cole's kid? Which one of you is the fish guy? <laughs> Look, I got a great idea. It's called You're, it's called Fisherman, and we've seen it. I've seen it on this Podunk YouTube no, channel. Better yet, how about this? You're a fishmonger, <laughs> and you toss fish. You toss fish to your fellow Undisputed Era members. You're from Seattle. Yeah. You're from the fish market there in Seattle. You're a fishmonger. You throw fish around. What yeah. do you think? Uh, uh, you, you're Michael Cole's son. You're, Cole's your last name, right? Hold on. I got to go. <laughs> Conrad's on the phone. All right. So All after right. that, we undisputed air, had Undisputed Air versus uh, Oni Lorkin and uh, Dan Birch. And uh, this was fun stuff. Yeah, it was fine. But you knew you, you know, that Undisputed Air were going to win. What really was fun was afterwards when you see your you see grizzled young veterans get involved in the in the top tier tag title scene. I love it. That's what you want to see. I love those guys. So, because like we've seen uh, Lorkin and Burton and Spider at a, at a takeover, great stuff. Didn't they just have this? Who who fought? This last was like week? a tenth of that. Who fought last week? Was it Forgotten Sons versus Grizzled Young Veterans? Yeah. All right. 
Yes, I know. I feel like I've seen this a million times. Yeah, we've seen this a million times. And we've seen yeah. it better a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say it was bad. Just wasn't as good as what we've seen before. The problem with NXT continually is they set the bar so high. <laughs> well, yeah. the finish was really cool because you had Lorcan and Birch set up each member of Undisputed in a corner and they were going back and forth hitting mm-hmm. blows on him. And then uh, O'Reilly and Fish come tearing out of the corner and hit a uh, total elimination yes. yeah. to get the win. That was cool. Anyways, that was cool. They start dropping a promo. KO says he really loves to win. But hey, we wonder where our tag title's at. Oh, yeah, they're on an undeserving makeshift tag team. The loser weights. Loser weights. That's what Bob Fish said. And uh, he continues, Cole's out there taking care of business. Roddy is going to take care of business tonight. All that's left, they're interrupted by the broser weights. Yeah. uh, Listen, geeks. They take, no, broser weights. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were. So they take a long-winded way of saying, yeah, we'll we'll have a a title match. And then they're attacked from behind by the grizzled veterans. Young veterans. And then he said, listen, dweebs. Listen, dweebs. We don't care about your rematch clause. Uh, we're not here to wait for Regal to chime in. As far as we're concerned, it's out with the old, in with the new. Mm-hmm. Soon, Soon to be, to be recognized, recognized the world's, the world's number, number one. one. Yeah. God, good. I love Zach Gibson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Next, quick shout out to Velveteen Dream prepping for his cage match. Yeah, Still with the, the, the fancy ambient light in the background. Mm-hmm. Cheesy, super cheesy. Uh, after that, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Austin Theory. The whole story of this match was it was Scott destroying one of Austin Theory's arms. Yeah, so much so that at the end of the match he couldn't use it. He should have won. Yeah, I know because he, he ended up he could use it. He just did it with one arm, which just he know. have dude saying that I'm the greatest after four matches. 
He's got listen. He's, he's got, got all day in all his pants, day. and he's had he's had real superstar in his pants too. Not this time though. He had that picture of himself. The combination his. of those three things means he should lose to Swerve, who's actually been there. Yeah, right. Who's been in more than four matches? Who has a hand drawn logo? Yeah, that yeah. looks cool. It does kind of look cool. It looks cool. I'm not sure it fits him though. Right. It doesn't. I've said this before, and I'll say it again because I love talking about this stuff. It. He obviously drew this. I'm assuming while in history class, maybe. Um, like on his little notebook. Maybe they, maybe his new gimmick should be garbage pail kid. <laughs> it does. It, it totally fit. looks like a garbage pail kid. That would fit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Isaiah Swerve Snot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. That's Isaiah it. Swerve Snot. That's what wow. it should be. Holy crap! That caffeine really works for you, buddy. That's good. Pull me up. Anyways, like Austin Theory just hit like EC3. I'm clipping that and put it on YouTube, All right. on Twitter, by the way. Uh, 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 Austin Theory hits EC3's finisher with one arm for the win. Yeah. It was a TKO. And didn't he like smile at the camera when he did it too? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Give Swerve some respect. A little bit. Give Swerve Snot some, some respect. <laughs> can, we, can we commission somebody to draw Isaiah Swerve Snot? Sure. Oh, man. We'll yeah, give him totally should have won. We'll that. pay him with some good exposure. Anyways. Anyways, that kind of ruined the episode for me. Anyways, next we another Killer Cross <laughs> vignette. That's where the possible date of 4-7 was shown. So maybe after Mania, he'll debut. He should have debuted June 9th. There you go, 6-9. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Because who doesn't want to see that with him and Scarlett? Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> my nose is inches away from her b-hole. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, uh, next, we had a Gargano interview with Morrow. <laughs> At the Performance Center. <laughs> Sorry. This makes me laugh now. Uh, and so Morrow says, I want to know why. And Johnny's like, why? Everybody wants to know why. Yeah. What do you think of Johnny's jacket in this? I like the powder blue one better. I like that he kind of poked fun at it. Yeah. I like the powder blue one more. This yeah. one looks like it wouldn't be a Tron thing. Yeah, it did. I like this better than the powder blue one, but I hated the powder blue oh, one. Oh, I love the powder blue looked one. looked like he was going in for a, an interview. It like looks it. like he was trying to coach the North Carolina men's basketball team. Yeah, but he's too There's short for like that Roy to be Williams, Lou Warren. Yeah. In fact, I think Roy Williams does wear a powder I blue I think he does, coat. yeah. Um, and so, uh, Morrow asks him why. Uh, Johnny says, hey, Morrow, what do you think makes me tick? And Morrow says, oh, well, you're Johnny Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Johnny's like, what, is that all I am to you, Johnny Wrestling? <laughs> yeah. And, and then Morrow's like, well, why the sneak attacks? And Johnny goes, what sneak attacks? I haven't sneak, sneak attacked anybody. I looked him in the eye. Hell, last week I was wearing a powder blue sports coat. He knew I was coming. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Um, and he, he, part of that, he's like outwardly resentful of, of, of Morrow saying, oh, I'm just Johnny Wrestling. You don't really know who I am. Yeah. Why'd you tur- call me a turncoat last Johnny week? Johnny Turncoat. And he's like, oh, it was, it was in the moment. And he was like, oh, yeah, everything's in the moment with you, isn't it, Morrow? Yeah. He's he gets really in his face. face. And he says, you know why, Morrow, you know why. But uh, for you to say it, you have to admit that you're a liar. Mm. Are you a liar? Tell me you're a liar, Morrow. I'm very, I'm very uncomfortable now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sitting in a pool of me right now. Yeah, and he says, he says Morrow, you got to apologize. Look at this camera and apologize to these people for lying to him. I'm having JBL flashbacks. Yeah, I know. And he's like, I'm out of here. So he leaves. And then Johnny talks right to the camera, grabs it. Um, hey, he Tommaso. Says, he says, next week, we're not doing things your way. We're going to do things Johnny's way. Johnny's way, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It was fine, yeah. Morrow was freaking out. Oh, I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now. You're acting like a Twitter troglodyte. <laughs> he did say that earlier in the show. <laughs> he did, yeah. They're beating each other up like a couple of Twitter troglodytes. 
Uh, main event time. So I'm sitting here sweating like Bernie Sanders on Super Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong is, of course, our main event yeah. in Steel Cage. It had been two hours, so uh, we had forgotten that there was a Steel Cage match earlier in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's no, sort of like this- WrestleMania this last year where we... The matches we wanted to see people win got booked far enough apart that we'd pop accordingly. It's like a whole other pay-per-view. All right, see if I can drop this pit on the ground, too. There you go. Uh, So Dream's out first. He gets in the cage. Strong comes out smartly wearing jeans. Yeah, that's a good move on his And a Mm t-shirt. Should have worn a helmet, too. And and then so he gets gets inside the cage and just rushes right for Dream. He doesn't wait. No introductions. He just wants to fight immediately. That's good. That's good. Tosses Dream towards the cage. Uh, Dream catches it like... Gets in the cage, starts climbing up, mm-hmm. uh, jumps off though with double axe handle, mm-hmm. realizing that climbing up the cage to win is folly. Bad move. Don't do it. Don't do it. Strong later gains the advantage, starts working over Dream's back a bit, tries for his running forearm, hits a couple, uh, ends up just getting tossed in the cage a couple times. Marina comes down while Roddy's selling that, puts a kendo stick in the ring. That was cool. We go to commercial. So if you could tell picture in picture what happened, uh, Roddy lost the kendo stick basically right away. Can't capitalize <laughs> on it. Dream yeah. gets it. Wails away on Roddy with it. Uh, and then eventually Roddy kicks Dreams off. Puts Dream on the top rope. This part was cool. He wedges his head in the space between the two walls of the cage in yeah, the corner. Yeah. And then grabs his arm and starts pulling him behind mm-hmm. him. That was neat. Um, later on, Dream hits Roger Strong with a low blow as Roddy's trying to escape. Goes off the top. Roddy gets his feet up. Dream grabs him. Puts on the stronghold. Roddy then reverses it to a stronghold of his own. Dream reverses that into a roll-up, gets a two. Roddy finally gets the kendo stick, but Dream kicks him again. Mm-hmm. Grabs the stick. Strong kicks him back. Then he gets the kendo stick back and uses it to hit like a pump handle backbreaker. Yeah. That was neat. That was cool. Tries to climb the cage. Terrible idea because Dream comes from behind him, grabs him by the waist of his pants, and exposes his butt cheeks. Okay. At this point, did the crowd start chanting asshole? Uh-huh. Did they actually see his b-hole? Is that the point? Is that why they were doing that? I don't know why else. Oh dear, that oh, full sail crowd. Uh, so they're brawling up on the top rope. Dream tries to escape, and then uh, Strong hits an Olympic slam. That was cool. That was yeah, cool. That was neat. Uh, later on, Dream hits a pair of DVDs. Uh, D- Dream Valley drivers mm-hmm. doesn't hit Roddy with DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he climbs to the top of the cage. Uh, so he's standing there like he's going to deliver a purple rainmaker. Yeah. Undisputed air. The rest of them come out ringside. So he gets down from there. Keystone cops, man. And they're trying to get in the ring and he's just fighting them off like it's not even, like he's not even sweating. (laughs) It's so easy. They're such bumbling fools and they work together. (laughs) They are. They're a terrible team. They're a terrible team, man. Um, And so while he's fighting everybody else off, Cole gets inside the cage. So uh, Roderick's trying to escape through the door. Dream grabs him by the ankle, I think, and he's looking at Cole. Looking mm-hmm. at Strong. Yeah. Looking at Cole. Looking at Strong. And decides, I'm going to worry about Cole. Pushes Roddy out. Locks the door. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why there's a padlock there. There's a chain he locked, padlock. He locked it to the handcuffs. Oh, handcuffs. Why really even yeah. makes even less sense. Why are there handcuffs there? Were there were handcuffs used in a mm-hmm. previous match? Nope. They were just handcuffs. That there. Dakota Kai thing? Nope. Maybe it was like the last time the steel cage was used. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. So uh, Cole's in the cage. Locked in there with Dream. Uh, so while <sighs> so members of the speeder were trying to get back in the cage so they'd climb up the cage and Dream would like throw Adam Cole into that person knocking him off the cage yeah they are it's like it was like a bad it was like a bad video game it's terrible yeah. like they can't do anything together in dispute no. era 
They're so hapless. They, they should have gotten on each other's shoulders. I know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle on the bottom, Roddy on his shoulders. And then Roger could have climbed up oh, them and gotten the cage oh, that way. Oh, 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 oh. It was just, it's, you watch this, you're like, how did these guys ever accomplish anything in NXT? <laughs> um, so he fights them off. And in between, like, getting members of Undisputed Era away from the cage, he's laying shots in an Adam Cole. Yeah. Like he's just making the rounds. Oh, yeah. Uh, he hit, I believe he hits Cole with the kendo stick, DVDs him on the chair. That was rad. Uh, grabs the NXT title, holds it up. Because at this point, Roderick Strong's like in the trio O, essentially. Yeah, he can't get out of it. He the can't get out of it. And so he shoves the belt in Roddy's face mm-hmm. and then clobbers Cole with it as he's getting up and then poses over Adam Cole with the title. Yeah, he goes up to the top of the cage and has it up there, too. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. So we're definitely get Dream versus Cole in Tampa. Yeah, the undisputed prophecy is finito, man. They're, yeah, it's uh, coming to an end. They're losing that. They're He's on their. They're on the way to the SmackDown to get uh, misused by Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm, yeah, it seems to be there. But then we'll face. get to drunkenly talk about how poorly they're. Using. Yeah, I know. So it's all good. Yeah, because we do our SmackDown reviews Friday night after SmackDown right here on the Twitch live, and then on YouTube later, and of course yeah. our audio podcast can be found. Let's answer some questions. Yeah, answer some questions. Good idea. Good idea. All right, let's see here. Dom. Oh, dear. Hmm. Non-Ruby-related question for a change. What show are they building this Walter Balor match for? TakeOver Tampa or Dublin? Uh, I think it's TakeOver Tampa. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah, I would think so. I think they want to add another title match, seeing that the women's title is not going to be defended. Apparently, the Mastiff matches just happen on regular TV. Yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah. Um, Alex Foster. So, people have been sour on the past few NXTs, and one of those episodes... <laughs> Uh, Kona got unfairly attacked by Keith Lee. Coincidence? There you go. That's it. Push Kona and the quality of NXT will get better. Uh, Alex says, uh, no, I'm sorry. Wait. Uh, oh, he point. Yeah, he points this out. This was actually funny. Swerve was so annoyed at theory that he completely abandoned the person he was talking to. Yeah. That guy in the background was just standing there. Yeah, I know. That was great. That was funny. Uh, Ryan Armstrong, power rank. How funny Triple H thinks a steel cage keeps from people, keeps people from interfering in the matches. I find it funny that Steel Cage doesn't keep anybody out. Yeah. The Steel Cage. Are getting involved. Yeah. Wolfpack for life. When NXT male superstars can be moved to Raw and SmackDown after Mania, and will they be traded for a Raw or SmackDown superstar? No. They won't be traded. Won't be yeah, they do trades now. That's how They're it goes. They're not going to do trades. They do trades. We, I mean, look, it could be like they could be trading a superstar for a writer. We don't know how many people they True. could be trading backstage. Camera operator. Uh, graphic designer yeah. for logos and stuff. Uh, Wrestlers to be named later. Alex also asks, in kayfabe, is Candace sick of Johnny? She seems to be doing something crazy every few weeks at this point. Yeah, there's definitely got to be. It's like somebody who incessantly complains about their job. It's like, you know, if you just put your head down and do your job, you, you, you're not going to bring all this drama home. That's what I'm assuming it is. Yeah. Also, Johnny was referencing stuff. He's like, you don't know what I've seen. And I always think about the fact that they're all roommates. So, like, maybe, you know, Ciampa did some really weird stuff as a roommate. Could be. You know? Could be. Maybe it's something, like, mundane, like, Ciampa would always leave his dirty dishes in the sink. Right, yeah. Never wash them. Yeah. Like, we have a really small kitchen sink. I can, and it's only one, it's not the two. And by the end of every day, Ciampa would always have all his dishes in there, because he uses dishes for every, like, he uses a fresh dish for everything. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't just use one dish and clean it when he's done. No. No. We don't have a dishwasher. Yeah. And so I've suggested, I've suggested like paper plates, like sturdy ones. And he says that's not responsible. That's bad for the environment. Yeah. 
You don't know what I've seen, Moro. Uh, Shelby. Uh, so could the reason why NXT may be down at the moment be because they're not using, not used to talent being there for over a year or two? <laughs> that could be. And they try to do most of their dream matches in one to two years because they lose them. That's, that's, that's a actually idea. a very good point. That's a very uh, good point. point. David Proc, if when we get NXT in Japan, what should they call it? NXT Japan. Yeah. Is NXT Japan good enough? Should they try to come up with something else? No, it'll be NXT. NXT Japan. Gate. NXT, NXT Japan. New be. NXT Pro Wrestling. But do you think Tegan and Dakota could get into the women's title scene? Kind of like the next Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, there you go. Next Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, do you think Tegan and Dakota can get into the women's title scene? Kind of like how Gargano and Champa got into their NXT title scene during their feud. Yeah, sure. I just find it difficult to believe they'd take that title off of Rhea. Yeah. To 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 put it in this feud, but um, I think it'd be cool. Uh, Ryan Armstrong, power rank the best ideas to turn the phrase fight forever into a match style. <clears throat> the options uh, he suggested, a uh, 60-minute Iron Man match, 30-minute Iron Man match, small battle royal, elimination gauntlet match, two out of three falls. What's the best way to have, I assume if it's just two guys, and you want them to fight forever. You got to have like an old school uh, uh, boxing match that can go 50 rounds, you know? It's got to be a round situation. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Is there any way you can like stipulate like Matt like catches catch can rules like no strikes? It's sure. just Matt wrestling and best two out of three falls because that's how they used to do it. That's why wrestling became fake because they would have these bouts that were two out of three falls and last for hours and it would last for hours because it was just it was catches. So it was just two guys like jockeying for position and, and trying to find leverage enough to dump someone on their back. You see that clip of that like <clears throat> what was it like a high school basketball game where they didn't have a shot clock. So it was just mm-hmm. people standing around. It was mm-hmm. like the DMV, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be a basket. It was like the final score was like six to four. Yeah, man. That's horrible. You take your time. That's dumb. Take your time. Uh, I guess in the classic wrestling sense, if you do something like the last man standing match. Let me ask something. That could be akin to fight forever until someone literally can't stand anymore. If somebody was like, hey, man, uh, do you want to, let's say one of your kids uh, expressed an interest in basketball. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we need a coach. And I know you, it's something you'd probably be into. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, but there's no shot clock. And like the other coach is taking that approach. Just hold on to the ball. Yeah. Would you advise that? Would you would you try to win based on the rules, or would you be like, hey, you know what? These are kids. We should be teaching them to like press the action, pressure defense. Well, I would, I would, I would, I would think just because it's more fun for the kids. Sure, yeah. Let's see when they're what? Give me an eight, like ten. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I'm like Doug Moe then. Yeah, right. Score as many points as you can. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking that's too. That's boring for the kids that are standing around and passing the ball around. There was some that's dull. There was some coach. I think it was a coach of some sort. That responded to that by saying, hey, you know, as a coach, you scout the other team, you figure out what they're going to do, and you respond accordingly to win the game. Meaning he was totally fine with them standing around doing nothing. It's not fun for the The kids. entire crowd was chanting, pressure, defense, pressure, defense. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen a tragedy and worse than that. Here's the thing. If, if, if the other team plays a slow pace, guess their means. Conditioning's poor. Mm-hmm. Run. Run, 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 run. Run, 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 yeah. run. Yeah, exactly. Showtime Lakers. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, was it like 28 minutes total game time? Yeah, my team's scoring 100 points minimum. Yeah. Use some fouls. You know, yeah. Slap some people. Run up there, get a shot. If you miss, fine. Rebound, get back, play defense. Get yeah. that ball back. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. That's just horrible. Because what you're doing is you're giving yourself maximum number of possessions. Do you know the other team if you're is coaching, milk it? If you're coaching like a 50-plus team, you know, like a bunch of old men, and like, there's no shot clock, and they're taking that strategy, fine, whatever, they're old men, who cares? But these are like kids, 
You know? They want to run. They want to have fun. Exactly. Last thing that kids want to do is stand in one place for a long time. <laughs> That's called timeout. Yeah. I, they don't want to be a timeout. They want to play. <laughs> I want to play a game of timeout. No, they want to run. They want to have fun. <laughs> Let them go run and have fun. Oh. Uh, Dylan Haggett. Would it be? It would have been better if they saved Gargano versus Ciampa until they were on the main roster. No, because they wouldn't know what they would do with them on the main Man, roster. Man, they would not. They would have no. It'd be like they'd turn into a cuck angle. Uh, Doc, you don't know what I've seen. You don't know what I've seen. Oh God. <laughs> Doc Henslow. Wow, I thought I saw all the cage match scenarios in my head, but shout out to Knox versus Kai for adding a new wrinkle. What's your favorite cage match? Traditional cage match, not Hell in a Cell. Or no, no war games. No right? war games, no chamber matches. A traditional cage match. <laughs> um, On Matt Chat, you mentioned Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt, their cage match. That was a really good that one. That was good. That was a really good one. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, that cage match is pretty solid. Yeah, no, that's a great one. That's a classic. Try, I'm just trying to think if there's any oddball answers or anything that really stuck with me. Um, because I know, I know there's probably been a couple that I'm like, oh my God, this is great. But then I just don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were any of the, the trio that Flair and Steamboat did, were they those in cages? No, mm-hmm. they weren't. Uh, I believe so. No. Uh, well, what do you think about that? Logan Finterbush, since there was still interference in the Knox versus Kai cage match, could the next step be hell in the cell? No, just bar Raquel Gonzalez from ringside. Yeah. Or put her in a shark cage. There you go. That'd be cool. There you put go. Put her in a shark cage. James Fletcher, top five guys with the most potential who failed to live up to it in NXT. Oh, wow. Okay. In NXT, top five guys or gals that couldn't, that did not, that failed to live up to their potential. Uh, oh, he, and this might be number one, the hacker Solomon Crow. Mm-hmm. Because he's Sammy Callahan and he's terrific. You can make the case for CJ Parker. He went and made something himself yeah, okay. in, in New Japan. All right. I'll put him at number five on my Juice Robinson. List. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, pff, obviously. Uh, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if she ever actually signed with NXT. No, she never did. She did. She never did. But she, she was there. Match. She was there. Well, they had Statlander's paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Evidently. And just didn't process it in a timely <laughs> didn't fashion. Didn't process it. Uh, so, yeah, those are some good names. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, I know there's like Candace there. right now. She has all the potential in the world to be oh, a huge Candace star. Is on the list, and they've done nothing with. They've her. really done nothing with her. Yeah, they don't really do anything with Kushida. Really, he shows up from time to time. Has a good match. I don't know what level like he was like what the agreement was between him and NXT when they brought him in was 
Because if it was, hey, we're going to have you super involved in stuff, that dude should be pissed off. Yeah, I know. Big time. Yeah. But it might also be a situation where, I mean, he's been injured at least once. Has he been injured twice? I think he hurt his wrist the one time. That's all I know. His wrist, yeah. So, I don't know. I can't remember where I... Oh, it was was, uh, DDP talking about how... This was years ago, but I'm sure it's not that different. How a lot of the WC... This is just speculation on my part. How a lot of guys who came over from WCW, WWE had to get used to how uh, WWE they would feed. Mm-hmm. You know, when when the baby face make their comeback, you know, you get punched, you, you bump, you get up, and you you know, yeah, you yeah, a yeah, circular yeah, pattern sure. to, yeah. to get heat for the baby face. And you said WCW they didn't operate that way. If you got punched, you hit the mat and you sold that punch. They didn't feed that way, so a lot of guys in WCW had to get used to that WWE style of working. I thought that was that's crazy. I thought that was universal. I thought that was like. Baked in, the, I thought that was like you know, it is baked in the WWE way of doing things. Apparently, wow. so I wonder if it's. I'm not saying it's that specific. I thought that was you go to any wrestling school and they teach that. Maybe not. That's maybe now they do because the goal because is yeah, but maybe not in the 90s. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So maybe the that's that's it's not. Who so said much. that? DDP. Oh, DDP said that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. Where's related? Work? to D- I don't know. I was doing research for the ten foot that's come up this week about him and the Undertaker. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think either it was DDP or someone talked about it in relation to DDP and the Undertaker. That's fascinating. Um, so I'm not saying it's that specifically. Maybe it's a stylistic thing or something in New Japan that that worked in New Japan and how New Japan liked to do stuff in their matches <clears throat> that WWE doesn't do. And so they're trying to get him used to the WWE style of working. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility, I suppose. I don't know that's a possibility. Be. I don't know. I mean, but he can still do that while on TV. It's incredibly so. possible that they just don't know. They don't have anything creatively. It's entirely fun. possible too, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ollie B, did you guys get creeped out when Johnny Gargano was touching up Moro's suit? He was really close and really touching him up a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was supposed to be though. But yeah, I was, I was shoot uncomfortable. Really? I don't like. I don't like even people. I don't even like looking at people invade personal space. Hmm. I can't stand when people are in my personal space, dude. Thomas Dunnigan, does Finn versus Walter belong on Tampa or take over Dublin? That's why, like, Thayer Thabata threw me off so much because he was like, con- no, he was backing away. It was the opposite. It was the opposite. I'm like, why he are you trying to get out you. of my personal he space? He only did that for you. He didn't do that for me. Uh, I feel like it should be at TakeOver Dublin because I think that'd be great for NXT UK. Finn versus Walter? Yeah. Sure. Uh, that being said, I think it probably will be at Tampa. Why not do both? Why not do one in, in Tampa, do one in Dublin? Ooh, and then one at Mania, best of three series. There you go. Patrick Sparks, is this the start of the lead to Velveteen Dream win the title in Tampa to take the sp- top spot when Undisputed Era goes to SmackDown or who goes, or does it go longer? Yeah, it's totally what it is. Dream's win that if belt. If they want to keep, I mean. Undisputed Era's out the door. It, senioritis for Undisputed Era. And I feel like they've had senioritis for a very for long like, time. I know. For a very long time. I know. So I don't know. Yeah, it seems that way. It seems like there's going to be some turnover there. I, I get the feeling that Gargano is probably going to go to main roster too. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Adrian C., we all love grizzled young veterans and Zach Gibson, but is it possible that he's too overbearing? <laughs> no. He does all the talking. Oh, man. Bosses Drake around in the ring. All that's great. Not just in the ring. All that's great. And Drake kind of looks like a geek at times. Yeah, No, that's what works. It's yeah. perfect. It's that's perfect why it's it. perfect. That's why it's great. They have that as a running joke. I feel, Drake like, always I feel like James Drake would lie down over a muddy puddle. I know. So Zach Gibson wouldn't get his not shoes just dirty. Get, not just give him his jacket. No, he would, he would lie down. he would personally lay down and said yeah. puddle just so Zach Gibson doesn't have to get his shoes dirty. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's all good stuff. Um, anyways, I think that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, yeah. See, Wayne is with me on this one. He says, when people stand too close behind you in a queue, 
that's a, that's a British for a line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm like, oh, stop breathing down my neck. Well, if you can feel their breath, that's too close. <laughs> yeah. But if you can, yeah, I don't like it. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.